We are back with another episode of Running Things Considered. A little different episode this time because I am the only one in Atlanta and Zane took a plane, took the journey, made the journey out to Boulder, Colorado to get this guest in person. That's how hard he was to get a hold of. We, could, yeah. we couldn't get him on Zoom. We had to get him in person. How, so, how much have we paid out to, to guests so far? We are in the negative. That's, that's all I know. Yeah. yeah. That's all I know for sure. So thousands fly, of dollars to get this guest. I had to fly first class to get here. That's the it, only way. It's the it only way. So, like, <laughs> so Zane broke into his house. He's, he's yeah, currently yeah. tied up to his chair right now because he had to be on this podcast. We yeah. have my man, the athlete special, Spencer right. Brown. How are you doing, Spencer? We take the tape off his mouth real quick. <laughs> oh, good. What's going on, guys? Definitely didn't want to be on this pod, but I got a bag to be here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like this energy we've got going right now. Uh, if you don't know me, I'm the athlete special. I make YouTube videos and I run. I live in Boulder for now, um, but Zane and I are just hanging out here. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Absolutely. Um, so I'm going to brag on you a little bit. You went to Georgetown. You have an All-American on the DMR, right? Yep, yep. Got the All-American on the DMR. 339, 149, sub-four-miler. Pretty good. And all while doing it, he's making YouTube co- content, just shitting out videos, which is not easy to do. Not easy it's to do not. at all, especially because he did it unpaid for so many years. And why yeah, he did that, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out in this podcast. <laughs> but it's paying off. It's starting to pay off. And on that note, let's roll this intro. But um, I was thinking I was watching one of your YouTube videos because I mean not your YouTube videos your TikTok. Mine. Videos. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you just made the the new video about whatever. It just doesn't have anything to do with running. No. But I was like, I wonder if Avery will ever start doing TikTok dances. Me? Like genuinely? Yeah. Genuinely. Well, you can see I'm so good at it, right? Like, like Charlie, she has the market right right now, and she's 16 years old, right? Why would I take away her dreams like that? You know, she has so many more years. I've seen a bit of life. I don't, I don't want to just, you know, steal her thunder. So that's why, that's why I pump the brakes a little bit on the TikTok dance. And I just make these, you know, videos that get, you know, yeah, viral. You got a lot of dances backlogged, right? Yeah, I do. I do. So they're just in the drafts. I have a, a, a few hundred drafts of just a few hundred the renegade. High <laughs> drafts. Renegade, give me I a break, like, dude. I've two videos and they've all gotten taken down for <laughs> violating, uh, <laughs> TikTok rights. Too edgy. Uh, Too edgy. But yeah, we're out here in Boulder. Did you do a workout yesterday or this morning? I worked out yesterday, yeah. It's, uh, we did 400s. It's a little different at altitude. I don't think that it's that difficult out here at 5,000 feet. Um, it's definitely really tough when we get up to 9,000 feet, but yeah. it's, it's like as another East Coaster, it's not terrible. Yeah. Um, you ran mags, right? Yeah, mags sucks. Yeah, it was so terrible. I, the I, first time I came out here was in September, and we were only out here for two days. And I, now that I got laid off, I skipped work and didn't tell anybody that I flew out to Boulder 
And uh, we came out here and uh, ran mags like the first day I was out here. And it was legitimately the hardest thing I've ever done in my whole life. We went eight in Netherlands afterwards. And my heart rate was at 185 <laughs> at breakfast, like an hour later. <laughs> Honestly, kind yeah. of similar to me. Dude, it, it doesn't – it feels – very epic when you're out yeah, there, though. Yeah. Like it's super high up. It's not even that hot because you're literally yeah. so high up. But yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Hills at altitude are the one thing that kill me. I, I remember, can't do. There it. was one of those hills that on mags where it just was like never ending. And yeah. I remember Henry or my friend Andres was here, and he was driving in the car, and he's like, "You got it," and I was like, "I actually don't got it. Like, I don't <laughs> got it." Like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Like, my whole body was locked up. Yeah, I don't walk on runs, but I, I did walk on bags. Yeah. Like, it, you, it's it's not like you have the choice. You literally just can't breathe at a certain point. Yeah, you have and you to can't stop. recover. No, like, when you get yeah. to the top of the hill, that was the hardest thing for me. Is like, you usually take a breath and you're like, all right, well. Is, is there anything you can compare it to? Like, track event workout or just, is it just its own beast? I thought I was, I feel like I was racing the whole time. It's, like, I was that tired. It's like, um... I don't even know, like definitely not like 400 type stuff or like shorter stuff where you get that lactic. Uh, it's a different type of pain. You get it in your arms. Yeah. And you, your arms, it, it, like your arms start to tingle a little bit and you just like, once you go over the red line, you can't come back. Yeah. Like in, in a track workout, you just, you're, you, you know, after a hard rep, you, you have like 90 seconds to recover and you're kind of back. But like, no matter what happens after you go over the red line at high altitude on mags on a hill, you actually just can't come back. Like yeah. you, you can walk and you're not going to feel yeah. any better. Yeah. You, like that's what you're saying. You ate breakfast at 188. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. It's other than that. It's, it's really, really fun. Being well, at, at altitude. Yeah. I think it just like, that sounds, that sounds brutal. That sounds serious. And I think, I think on that, terrifying note, you know, we don't scare the viewers too much. I think we need to get in these speed round questions, get a little interaction with the fans, I know we got a lot of great ones because on, on Instagram, I did this really stupid thing. I didn't even think it was funny as I was posting it, but it was, I had like the, the Pikachu, like, 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 guess that Pokemon. And I just drew a stick figure and I was like, we got a top secret guest. And then right after I said, hint, it, his name rhymed with the Schmaffleach special and everyone got it and nobody laughed. Afterwards, I was like, I shouldn't, I absolutely should not have posted that. And I had a poll of, was it funny? Was it not funny? I think that people... Who, who said it wasn't funny I accidentally it was funny. <laughs> I didn't see it for like 15 hours I like awkwardly responded to it um, and I was like oh this is funny it was unfunny funny I, I like I yeah. understand you oh yeah that's that's my uh that's that's my whole uh oh, you theme know what, Avery? I literally just got it just now what I just joke? got the, the Pokemon thing. I, I was like trying to think back. I was like, Pokemon? <laughs> oh, guess that Pokemon. <laughs> now I get it. All right, I'm such an idiot. Of course, the commercial breaks. One of those, uh... Oh, man. Yeah, I, I get things late on this podcast. All right. <laughs> Anyways, without further ado, uh, let's, let's cue that music. We're going to edit in after. All right, three, two, one. Who's your favorite singer of all time? Uh, 21 Pilots, uh, the band. The band or 21 Pilots? 21 Pilots, uh, what's his name? Tyler? Oh, okay. Tyler there's Joseph. a band named The Band. I didn't know. Really? Oh, interesting. That <laughs> was like, interesting. Um, what's your favorite season to run in? Outdoor track. Favorite or... summer activity that's not running? Uh, wakeboarding. Runner crush. <sighs> Rubus. Thank you. 
Rubus, if you're hearing this, face he's, Oh, he's hearing this. He's hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite midnight snack? Uh, granola bar. What's your favorite subreddit? I don't go on Reddit. If you lived in Bikini Bottom, where would you live? Patrick's Rock. <laughs> Are you dating McAllen? Uh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Kissing, do you kiss the homies goodnight? Yes. Uh, worst thing about running? Everything. That's a great answer. Uh, what's your highest score on Flappy Bird? 135. Ooh, you and Cooper need to have a little bit of a, uh... Cooper was like, what, like 400? That's what he says. We don't All right. Anyways, not to make you feel bad. Um, who is the queen of Boulder if you're the king? <sighs> Cooper said I was the queen, so maybe <laughs> I'm also the queen. Okay. <laughs> um, oh God. Should tug of war be in the Olympics? Yes. Best flavor of cereal? Uh, honey Nut Cheerios. Best time to poop? Pre-run, during run, or after? Uh, on the flip. During. Perfect. How fast do you think you can run a marathon? Fuck, 220. Favorite apple to end it off. Favorite apple? Um, green apple? I don't know. Granny Smith. Okay, I want to thank our viewers for these <laughs> amazing, deep Those questions. I really good. wanted to get to know Spencer Brown. And I'm not going to answer that. Or I'm not gonna... <laughs> so you guys were dying to hear it. What's <laughs> at what point in the run do you want to poop? Spencer answered it. What's your favorite apple? Spencer answered it. Five words score. Spencer answered. We're getting to the deep questions so on this podcast. Here's what's gonna happen with Granny Smith's stocks right now. They're going up. They're going up. So buy stocks. Granny Smith right now. Once this podcast release, <laughs> buy high. We're gonna well, be rich. buy low, sell high. You're gonna make a lot of money off Granny Smith apple stocks. <laughs> not apple stock. Apple's no, yeah, not up. not Apple stock. Granny Smith Apple stock. Dude, that was a lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie. I was, <laughs> I was nervous for that though. Yeah, well, yeah, it's hard. If I would have answered some of the other, or asked <laughs> yeah. the other ones, it would have been very yeah, awkward. Yeah. I know. Some people just like um, talk to me too, <laughs> like in there. <laughs> I will say, because ever since I said that, some of my family has lived in Indiana. So many people from Indiana text into the podcast. I don't know if that's a coincidence, but I feel, I feel like. like Maybe it's just my family feeling bad for me, and they think that I have listeners, and they just say their name is something different. They say, <laughs> yeah, all, these are all fake views. Give a break, Indiana. But, uh, yeah, maybe we need to go on tour with this podcast, but like just Indiana, you know? Just Indiana. Not 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 a not a the, the United Indiana. States tour, just the Indiana tour. Running things considered. White <laughs> Linda Bloomington. Right into Bloomington. Yeah, we'll get that revved up. You said you didn't want to do a live podcast, so you're a liar. Me. Yeah, if, if you're listening to this right now, Avery is too scared to do a live podcast. I think I, I might have said that. I don't remember saying that, but that seems like something I'd say. I would be way too scared. Oh, like, yeah. you'd you'd mess do it in front up. of a live audience in New York City, like Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. We'll have you read all the cue cards. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. You can just take, take it over, Zane. Just put on like a, a red velvet tuxedo. Just dim the lights a, a bit. Tuxedo? All right, whatever you're into, man. Bro, that, <laughs> I'm just setting the scene for you, man. That's how we do it. That's our aesthetic. <laughs> That's our aesthetic, man. We're just fancy people. I actually ate. Uh, so last night at about 11 o'clock, uh, Henry and I were very hungry, and we ordered uh, 12 cookies, and we got – and also after that, we ordered Domino's, which I had fallen asleep and then woke up to the Domino's person at the door. So then I ate pizza after I'd fallen asleep. So – 
big night last night, but we did have a lot of red velvet cookies. That's what I was saying. Where I was Ooh. tying that in. Oh, that, that was that was the tie. And uh, before before we go into the questions, uh, I just want to kind of want to talk to Spencer a little bit about YouTube, kind of why he started it. I'm sure you've answered this on many podcasts, but um, just kind of like, ha- have you kind of always made videos your whole life, or you just kind of saw there was a big market for people wanting to know? what the college life was like, you know, what, um, workouts looked like. And cause I feel like out of everybody, I mean, out of all the creators I see, you're definitely the most consistent. You upload very often. And, you know, being a creator myself who does not, you know, I make minute long videos and I still don't upload as much as you do. Um, kind of like what's, what's the drive there? I think, I feel like that's just so impressive. Yeah, well, I think it's cool that you've kind of like taken the bull by the horns with the TikTok scene. And like, I can't get into it. Like I've tried and it's it's not easy. It's not, you probably get annoyed when people say it's luck because you actually have to like make one minute entertaining videos that like people are going to want to keep watching or whatever. Um, so props to you on that. That's definitely your scene. Um, but for appreciate me, uh, yeah, I appreciate the consistency uh, thing that you said because I... I've been low-key making videos since freshman year of college when YouTube was not a thing for running. And then like I made just crappy videos of me mostly just like messing around with my college teammates, the older sure. guys. Um, and it was, it was always more of a thing like for me, I was never doing it like because I thought like, Oh, this is a good idea to make money. Mm-hmm. I was literally just having fun with it. And like, you can look back, my video quality was ass. It was, it was not <laughs> um, but it was, I thought it was funny and for sure. uh, I wasn't as consistent when I was younger. And then, you know, I was, I was still making videos here and there. I started doing more workout stuff that, that got a lot more attention. And then Zach Levitt, Emma Abramson came along and just like, mm-hmm. like became massive immediately. And I was like, damn, I've been here the whole time. And I've like, <laughs> like no one's watching. <laughs> so then I kind of started to like, do the little things like made my thumbnails actually better um Mm -hmm. posted like on a bit of a schedule and um just did more videos that people would be more interested in and and sure so that was kind of like the the push for you yeah because i I know kind of for me like i wasn't the first running tiktoker at all there's this guy uh um called the west fly you got Everett smolders at old yeah. Miss. he was making making videos and I, I i had made really stupid tiktoks back in 2018 when having the app was you just didn't talk about it you absolutely did not talk about it yeah, yeah. and uh and so i was like huh i'll try doing that again and i just kind of obsessed over it for a little bit and he you know we were kind of in a sense competing against each other and that's kind of was pretty healthy so i guess in kind of the same way with you i mean now there's ben crawford which i and i think you mentioned that he's uh he's you know he's now pushing you even more to up your up your content yeah so, no well that's the thing like people kind of i wouldn't say they come and go but like through through it all i'm usually always still there um i know zach doesn't do much running content anymore but he still makes cool stuff um emma does more lifestyle stuff her content's really good as well um and then now ben crawford's kind of just making these super high quality videos Mm -hmm. and like my thing is like you want to be competing with these people in a healthy way where you're also elevating them as well like for sure because like like the market it's not a winner's take all market in youtube no like Like anytime a new person comes on the scene it literally helps me as well if i like you know am making videos because then more people are kind of coming into it and then it just brings us all up 
you just kind of have to ride on their clout wave and then just try and take whatever you can from it. And also, and, you guys seem like you make similar videos, obviously, because it's running, but definitely, like, different personalities and stuff, so. For yeah. sure. For like sure. Other, like, everybody could basically be interested in it, but just also watch another video. Right. Because, yeah. like, if, if I were to get into it, it would just be mainly just me and Zane goofing, yelling at the camera for the most part. I, I, I wouldn't be interested in doing much workout stuff because I feel like you have that, that covered in a sense. Yeah. I mean, but even so, if you wanted to, like that's, that's still good for everything. I don't yeah. see it as like, uh, I don't know, like saturating the market. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think we all kind of know that the running uh, social media wave is we're all very much on the forefront of it and it's going to explode it kind of is right now, but like, it's going to actually explode and like numbers are going to go from like 50,000 to 500,000. Yeah. I think I, I just think that because I've been around for long enough and I've seen like the way it's gone. And like, we're sort of just on that edge where like we can kind of maybe have a chance of making running mainstream in the next five to 10 years. Yeah. It's like, it seems like it's becoming cool again. Like yeah. we're talking about that. Like, I think it, it, it was just like a lot of kids in short shorts for a long time. Just like, who nobody respected, but now it's like, it's, it's with YouTube and social media and obviously certain people pushing it, it becomes like a cool thing where they can have like people to look up to. For sure. When, like in the past, there was like nobody really to do that. Yeah. And I, and I, I go for it. I was just going to say, I've always been saying like running is a dead sport because the people at the top are so yeah. boring and yeah. like, maybe that's, that's totally fine. If you just want to be someone who is, uh, you know, lives in your house, goes for your runs trains and is quiet about it is very serious uh maybe that's like the best people but at the same time like the sport needs some pizzazz yeah, you know we need sure. some we need some beef going on we need some even if it might for be sure. funny, yeah. just like we need some people yeah. you know getting getting the sport exciting yeah, again. yeah. and and uh w one thing that a lot of people like don't understand is even about like 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 how basketball got big it was it was mainly like it wasn't much before the the seventeens like Will Chamberlain although he's a legend like during his time he wasn't all that popular just because the NBA wasn't all that popular so it, it really took until when Magic Johnson and um, Magic Johnson came on the scene and there was he was like the the big hype rookie and so he, he started making news and the more attention he got um, you know the more attention the whole sport got and because he was just really good at handling the media and being you know a character and fun to watch. And, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, and so it, it goes in sports in general. I'm just trying to, you know, tie to other examples of we can, you know, have the same path that other sports have and look at basketball yeah. now. Yeah. It's obviously going to be on a different level, but that's yeah. a great point. It, the sport just needs characters yeah. and that's, that's mm -hmm. what's happening now, which is cool that people are kind of understanding that more. And I think it is going to get very, very big in the next in the next little bit and it's yeah. happening right now so yeah. it's every big sport has like major entertainers and they're usually like the best ones who make the most money and like do right. the you know boxing the, also awesome example y'all don't remember will chamberlain seven foot one ran 158 three in high school in the that is true really yeah damn well, still, there's an awesome picture of him in yeah. full stride just looking yeah. like oh yeah should we say it well we're thinking about making some running things considered Sure, it's just very limited with that photo from the podcast of the of Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain stride on the shirt. It's pretty gangster. He ran one fifty eight, forty nine flat, and he long jumped and was a shot put state champion. He was like, yeah, it was insane. Yeah, he's a freak. He ran cross country. Really? Yeah. Athlete. I know. <laughs> it's insane. But Anyways, uh, yeah, I think I, it's about that time. It's about that time. Um, again. We have a lot of love from Indiana. Shouts out to Indiana. Oh, also, before we forget, which we will, I'm sorry oh, to interrupt you. 
the phone number, the number. <laughs> Chris, please edit the phone number in in the beginning because we're so stupid and never say it. <laughs> so yeah, the, the number that you should call in, call, text, leave a voicemail is 646-780-9218. We love your questions. Please call in. Some weeks we get a ton. Some weeks we don't get that many. And I feel like those weeks are just because we forget to plug the number. So the number is... 50 of 51 last week. (laughs) (laughs) And kids don't have a long attention span. So (laughs) neither do I. Um, But yeah, please call in to the number. Uh, We like funny hypothetical questions. And I think Avery and I have just kind of been talking about like, if you guys genuinely want to know about like training and all that kind of stuff, like please call in. We're going to start answering that kind of stuff more. Um, because it's obviously relevant and prevalent uh, in your guys' minds. So um, on that note, we will go into the questions. This is from Dimitri. Shouts out Dimitri from – oh, that's funny. My cousin's name is Demetrius in Indiana. <sighs> Maybe these are Nice fake. try. Nice I'm try. Dimitri, <laughs> and I am from Indiana, and my question is, what is the dumbest way you have ever gotten injured? Uh, dumbest way I've ever gotten injured would have been – a couple of years ago, I was wakeboarding with my friends in Sunapee, and I told them to hit it because uh, I was trying to do a sick trick and slammed my chest really hard on the water. And it was kind of a, I mean, I wasn't injured, injured, but I was out for like a week because I could barely breathe, but um, I'm fine. And that, yeah, yeah that, that, was, that was a stupid it, way. Injuries like that is like the last thing you want to tell coach. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like in college, I only got hurt doing really dumb stuff. Like I would always like hit my knee on the side of a table and be out for like a week. <laughs> yeah. In 2018, I was skateboarding, trying to do some stuff. And it was, it's on my Instagram. It's the weirdest fall that's ever happened. I don't know how physics got it to work, but I ended up doing a split and I'm very uh, not flexible. I ended up doing a split and I tore my adductor and I, my adductor is still torn. It's been two and a half years. And that doesn't heal every day. <laughs> that, that won't heal. Yeah. So I've, yeah. I've been using Voltaren <laughs> lately um, and I've Normatec here in Boulder because I've had the opportunity to do that but just been squeezing it for two years now um it doesn't ever feel any better i'm a little worried that uh, i'm gonna have to get my leg amputated um but yeah as 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 serious as that is and i was that if you've seen the video it's a funny video it's yeah maybe i'll video. maybe i'll repost it for you guys. it's so funny <laughs> um, as serious as it is <laughs> yeah it was but, uh, I've I've never done that before, and I I just didn't understand how it was possible. But uh, I I I, I just thought of a I just thought of a really good contender for first <laughs> way to get injured. Oh, let's see if I can find the that video. Our friend Andres. <laughs> Did you find oh. it? Dude, you almost did a full split. Dude, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you got to run it off, though. You yeah. Run it off. So you're, you're like skateboarding onto a ledge, and then you just like – you just described the video for the – Yeah, I was trying to ollie up onto a ledge and do a manual along the thing at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech has never been uh, good to me. So um, I did an enormous split where my, my back foot – hit the back of the ledge and my front foot stayed on the board. So my board uh, with the wheels obviously carried me forward while my other leg was stuck on the back ledge. So I went full split Gabby Douglas mode. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I did not make the Olympic gymnastics team, but I 
definitely feel like I still need to go to the hospital. Every day I'm like, I should get MRI. Every morning I'm like, I need to get MRI on this thing. Something's really seriously wrong. But, you know. But there's worse things happening in the world. I I just remembered it's a tie between two really dumb stories for me of ways to get injured. But I, I, I think, I think there's one that I just, I just love to tell. So let me paint you a picture. So we're at cross country camp in uh, Boone, North Carolina, and there's a little talent show, a lip sync contest. And so the whole team, we practiced the whole day before we did a synchronized dance to every time we touch um it was it was we put a lot of effort into it it was, it was a genuinely a good dance huh was there a lot of touching yeah of course you know it's every time we touch a bunch of cross-country dudes in high school what do you expect come on were you on the mat what's that what's that show on fox like the masked oh, <laughs> or whatever it is. oh yeah yeah we were all dressed up like peacocks so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no 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 but so so we did that we absolutely just just kill it but we've pissed off like like the, the the council people or whatever or the people that were voting for it a few times. So that even mentioned us. But everyone knew that we won, and we were so excited. So uh, wait wait wait, the story's not done. So we were so excited, we just won this synchronizing lip sync contest. And so as we go out, I look at my buddy, and my buddy looks back at me, and we both start chanting, "Dude, mountain, dude, mountain, dude, mountain." And so I get on the floor, just face down he gets on top of me the whole team starts piling on on top of me all right so we're just being one giant dude mountain but i'm on the bottom okay and power bottom. <laughs> hey hey <laughs> uh pg <laughs> um so on top and so these these guys are pretty light right but eventually the weight starts to build up and then one of the the cool dads thought it would be so funny to just hop on this guy's like 220, just the classic jabroni yeah. dad, just hops yeah. on the top of the dude mountain and literally my rib broke. Yeah. Oh my God. Dude, and I stopped getting dude mountain and just started like, <laughs> like guys, guys. And so they get off, they get off. My coach is looking at me like an, I'm an absolute idiot, but I'm still a little excited because we just had an awesome dude mountain. And uh, yeah, it was really hard to breathe for like a long time, maybe like four months, <laughs> literally. <laughs> So, and you can still see, you can still see the rib kind of popping out of my chest a little bit. Who was, oh, I mean, if you want to talk about bones being popped out, my have <laughs> been for three years now. Um, who was the dad? Let's, let's shout this dad out. Do you remember his name? Oh, shoot. It was Mr. Mills. Shout out Mr. Mills. Mr. Mills, shout out for ruining Avery's running career. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom of a dude mountain. A dude mountain to a dude avalanche. That's have right. Have you dude mountain since? Oh, I've not. I've retired from dude mountaining. Also, since we're talking about YouTube channels, we should have a parody channel to Dude Perfect called Dude Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> Dude Mountain. <laughs> yeah. Just power bottom stuff. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> hey, <laughs> we move on to the next question, which was this is very short. We're just going to quickly cover it. It was funny because um, my coach, I was talking before this, taught me like this really stupid, very fake way to get rid of cramps. Um, but this person just said, uh, what do you do for cramps, particularly stomach cramps? So um, when it comes to stomach cramps and just cramps in general, side cramps, stitches, whatever you want to call them, my high school coach used to tell me to just put my teeth together and breathe out in and out for 30 seconds. Just <laughs> You're just like, if you're next to somebody, just spitting all over them. And it does nothing because it's, you're just supposed to be clearing little air, like air pockets out. But that doesn't help. That doesn't really <laughs> make any problem. But in high school, I was like, 
man, he is a genius. <laughs> man. Yesterday I heard something. Uh, my friend Henry, who I'm here with in Boulder, told me um, that if you ever roll your ankle on a run, you should just walk backwards for five minutes. So um, what? there's a little thing that probably is completely fake. If you roll your ankle, I do believe that you should – you can't lock it. You got to walk. Yeah, you know? yeah, Walking yeah. backwards, though, is interesting. I haven't heard of that. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? For me, though, the cramps, I think this one works. Uh, it's a little crazy, but my coach in high school told me to do somersaults, like get on the ground, like get on the turf on the track, <laughs> just start somersaulting. And it kind of jiggles up your stomach, but I swear this works. It sounds crazy, but it works. So, so if, if I ever see you just doing somersaults mid-race, I know exactly why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a, little different, a little different in like a cross. Yeah. Um, how do you get rid of cramps besides being on the bottom of a dude mountain? <laughs> um, I complain. Um, I you stop what? mid-workout. Oh. Um. <laughs> Oh, I'm the complainer, so. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't really have a good way. I, I just try and breathe more, I guess. I feel like that would make it worse. I don't know. Well, I, I think it's because there's like, there's like a lack of oxygen getting to muscles. That's what I've, I've heard before. Avery, so you're, you, you, you did your half a fifth year of cross in the fall, right? That's right. Dude, I, that is wild. I give you props to doing that for the team, but dude, as an eight guy, I hate cross country. Dude, Chris, you, well, we, we, we've talked about thirty percent of the <laughs> literally thirty percent of the cross. Dude, as like, as like little distance guys, I feel like I just like usually used to make it. Like Avery, you were the number one guy on the team for a little bit, right? Yeah, because I was number two guy, but I always was like. This, I'm not gonna make it to another race. Like my body cannot. Handle it, it. It's it's so funny because like I because I'm like I'm faking it. I'm pretending out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I make it through the summer. I'm like this. I'm I'm big. I'm gangly. Right? Hills don't work for me. And so I'll just like go out hard, feel the exact same from 1k to 8k, which is like I'm about to die. <laughs> I you know so I was talking with Cooper Tier because I was like, dude, like. I don't think you understand what it's like to be in the washing machine and cross where you're literally just <laughs> yeah. running like all out for five miles straight yeah. and it sucks. And like, you're like one of like 20 guys in the country where cross is actually fun. Yeah. And he was like, dude, it is so much fun. For oh me. my goodness. Like, NCAA cross. I didn't even hurt. And I believe it. But like for us, like, I don't think you I can't understand. Like I go out in 435 and I'm in 150th place. Yeah. It's like, what? I know. <laughs> Why is I don't it's the I'm five years of doing cross country I never figured it out no, I could have a race maybe once in a while but like yeah. it and I also will say I never I don't know about you guys but I never ran a cross race where the last 2k I was competing anymore I was always just thinking about the finish by Dude, the last so 2K. I, I've told Avery this before but like every time we did like even like 5k 6k i'd be like all right well if you make it to the end you don't have to cool down man just get on the bus hide <laughs> coach is not even gonna know just get it just do this just finish this out it doesn't matter who's running just just complete the race <laughs> and, and i said this on the podcast don't before don't run tomorrow don't run tomorrow i said <laughs> this podcast before whenever i hit five and this, this is the same mentality i get from from 1k to 8k this is the mentality I have, which is just like every fast, every go fast, every no think, every run, every get finish line, every no care. And I just, just go, I just turn the brain off. So it's just functioning. I just, I just have, 
I can't ever turn my brain I, it's, off. It's on power save mode the whole time in a cross-country mode, cross-country yeah, race. But I'm just an absolute – race feels huh? like an hour and a half. Yeah. It's an hour and a half. Right. Yeah. And, like, and I, so – I was like 25, you know, my PR is like 24-something. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm just always like – I'd always be like, there's no way I'm going to be able to run this fast for 24 more minutes. <laughs> Up. I mean, dude, if only COVID happened a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. at regionals in the 10K uh, quite some time ago, uh, a couple of the guys went out in 62 for the first 400. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, um, I'm going to be back here in around 80. So I'll <laughs> yeah. see you guys in a while. I'll be at the finish it. line. Congratulations. You're out in 209 on a fucking hilly course. So um, <laughs> congratulations on having that much Got fun. It. I'm all right. All right. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I keep thinking of so many stories, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so kind of in that same vein of, we obviously need to get better at cross country or not. Cause I'm never probably going to run across country. No, I'm ready to hang them up. Yeah. I'm ready to hang them up right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I ran one like in, like in 2018 in Boston and it was like five degrees outside. And I was like, yeah, this is why I hate this. Um, <laughs> but anyways, this says, yo, Chris Dinky here. This person is not related to me, and it, it's probably not in Indiana. Uh, what are some go-to long-distance workouts? I'm training for half marathons, and I like to do two-by-three-mile or three-by-two-mile tempo runs. Um, yeah. So thanks, Chris Danky, for that. I don't do two-by-three-mile. That's way too long for me. Um, some of the, like, the longest-distance workouts that I do – I like to do like 20 minute tempo runs at like threshold pace. So like 85% um, of your, I guess, 8K race pace. Um, And then do some like 600s afterwards just to like get a little quicker. Um, And then I usually like to do like eight by 1K uh, with 90 seconds rest um, at like a little slower than 5K race pace or something. I always feel like that's good. You can get anaerobic and aerobic work in at the same time which i always feel is it's uh it's good but uh yeah yeah for for me i'd say just if if you're training for a marathon or something longer like that i i mean nothing is quite as good as doing a progression long run where you just kind of cut it down over the last couple miles um i if you're doing like a distance workout i'd say off the track but if you have to be on the track maybe four by two mile repeats or something like that. Something really boring like that, but yeah. Or just some type of tempo effort. Yeah. Tempos know. are always good. Well, I mean, at tech, we did 10 mile tempo runs every Tuesday. That was like the bane of my existence. Um, but if you're running half marathons, that is genuinely something you need to do. Um, if you can make it through 10 at that pace, you can make it through 13 generally in a race environment. Um, Avery, I know you're a big distance guy, Mr. DNF. I think you guys, I think you've guys pretty much covered it. Yeah, Mr. Two Times DNF right here. <laughs> but I've also won three cross country races, so there's that too. Have you really? Yeah. You won. I've, 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 I've won more cross country races than Nahum. <laughs> My favorite stat of all time. Um, I did not one win one. I got fifth one time. <laughs> there was the, the the Barry College Invitational my freshman uh, year. I run in twenty five fifty. And then there's there's two six Ks, which the first one was kind of legit. What was it six K? No, it was it was something. I don't know. Well, I, I I beat our our best guy Andy Kent, Andrew Kent, who I have no business beating, but I guess I snuck up on him. 
anyways, that who cares? But <laughs> <laughs> I think I run. I won two races in college. <laughs> Dude, it's hard to win a race. I I think I won a prelim at for my Big East meet. That yeah. was it. I uh, it's just like in college, it literally doesn't matter at what race you're at or who you're racing. Every school has somebody. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I won my first ever cro- my first ever college race. I won the Alabama Relays 1500, and then didn't win another one for like four years. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, you win some, you lose most of them. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, I guess, oh, I forgot B bone. I am so sorry, buddy. We're going to include you, but I almost didn't include you because we had kind of gone through. Sorry, big dog B bone. Bone zone again to everybody who thinks we pay him to get on the podcast. We do not pay him. We already paid Spencer the rest of our money. Um, The money that we don't have, by the way. Yeah. So now we're in debt. Um, Interest rates are interest rates are bad these days though, so it could be worse. They're not. Avery is mo- now. Uh, Avery is now my neighbor. So it's true. By the way, for the for those that care about where I live, I care about where you live, and you live right next to me now. So we're both homeowners, and you're much younger than me. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, Privilege for not having student debt. Yeah, that is nice. Uh, so, anyways because of that tangent that we talked about real estate, which I'm sure a lot of you are very interested in and uh, interest rates in real estate. We can get into the last question from Mr. B bone, Bradley bone zone. Um, He takes quite a while to get into the question. So just sit back, relax and enjoy the uh, ambient noises that he makes that are sometimes inaudible. Biddy's Mag running things consider. Ava, Zane. Many listeners, how's it going? Just, uh, just a, a little question. Yeah, no, big no, no, no. bone, bone, man, bones on. I'll, I'll take the bones on. Don't worry about it. It's, uh, honestly, quite simple. Schmidt is, uh, who is, uh, who is a person, a runner, maybe a non runner, any athlete that inspires you, Zane. Oh, my God, I do this every time. I didn't. Okay, we're going to have to edit this. I don't click on the fucking thing. I'll take the phone. Don't worry about it. All right. If we're editing it in, should we just... Uh, I still have to play the whole thing. Who is a person, a runner, maybe a non-runner, any athlete that inspires you, Zane Avery, this week's special guest, who inspires you to be great? be amazing. Be fantastic. Man, question that I be bone. Bone man, bone zone. That's the question I have. Well, I wanna I wanna know what you get. <laughs> so uh keep with me. Keep the bone man and the bone zone. Okay, I'm gonna have to cut it there. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, who inspires us to be great? Spencer? Are you good to start of start us off a bit? Yeah, I'll I'll give you guys the cookie cutter, boring, Kipchoge, you know, sub two hour marathon. Um, he inspires all the runners to do their thing. Outside of running, I guess my dad, but these are two cookie cutter responses right here. Okay, yeah, I, I say I always for some reason in the word inspiration, I've never enjoyed it. I've never liked it. I'm always like I just kind of like doing my own thing and. 
I just like to be successful on my own. But I will say, I watched a documentary at Drew Hunter's house yesterday, two days ago, about Stefan Marbury, uh, the NBA player um, from Coney Island. And uh, his story is, is pretty cool. Um, I always like to see, like, uh, you know, he was the greatest high school – he was the number one recruit in high school – uh, and he was just like playing basically street ball in Rucker Park in New York and everybody knew about him. And it's, it's great to see like the progression of those people and like to see if it actually works out and turns out, or if they like continue to kind of go back to where they were, you know, product of their environment, but he made it work and, you know, started his own brand and, you know, was making the maximum amount you could in the NBA at the time. He was making $70 million a year or whatever. I don't even know what it was insane, but, uh, either way that was pretty cool to see. And I like stories like that. Just, uh, people coming from, from not much and then being able to, to make it. So, all right, because you just had to take my thunder and make <laughs> look like a total loser, I'll change mine. I'll change mine to Alex Honnold, the, uh, oh, now yeah. famous rock climber. Okay. Um, that's a little bit better. Um, yeah, I just think it's cr- insane that, someone could literally risk their life um, to do such an insane achievement. If you don't know who I'm talking about, it's this guy who is by far the best rock climber of yeah, all time. Watch that. What's the uh, documentary? Free Solo yeah. is the documentary. Oh it's God. like, you know, he doesn't die, but yeah. like you're worried he's going to die the whole time. It's and the, yeah, it's the most anxious anxiety ridden movie oh, yeah. ever. Yeah. And I think that he described it as like, he was like, look, my sport is like, I have to like win the, uh, gold medal at the Olympics um, in a world record and if I don't do that I die yeah like, <laughs> and what's really what was really cool about that that documentary and what's cool about Alex in general is like he really didn't want the cameras to be there he like just literally liked it because he likes to rock climb and it was just like trying to basically get away from the cameras and the people and was like doing it in the middle of the night starting in the middle of the night uh, so I, I truly like when people like are celebrities in their own right, but then are so talented and they just go out and do it. Um, yeah. I mean that, that last, you know, 20 minutes of the, the documentary was so crazy. Just thinking that you're in these holds for like, you know, 10 minutes trying to like see if you should jump to a hold that you can only put like your thumb on or you're going to fall and die. Like I could never picture myself oh my in that position. Yeah um agreed yeah avery it's charlie d'amelio yours yeah she she was she was up there for sure <laughs> but i honestly honest to god like inspirations that you know people that inspire me really really what gets me going is like work ethic in general not not as as far as like you know what people can do like also being fast you know so obviously what first comes to my head is uh, just like the lifestyle he, he he lived in his mindset, Nick Simmons. But honestly, he he he's not as woke as I would like my idol to be. I'm yeah. not gonna go much more in, into it than that. Um, bit of a bummer. It's a bit of a bummer. But um, I, I'm gonna throw names like 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 Emma Coburn. She not only is super fast, super talented, super good with the fans, but also is an yeah. entrepreneur, has a brand, is really good with balancing those types of things. Um, which is, which is impressive. And on, on the larger scale of someone you may know, and this is going to sound goofy, but the, the, I, I, I've heard this guy is the, the hardest working guy in, in the world. 
th- this is what people say. P- people that know him, and, and it's going to sound weird saying him, but uh, but Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh. I thought you were gonna say David Dobrik, and I was gonna throw. <laughs> He's also hard. He, we we can get into this later. We can get into this later. But always but, argue about David Dobrik. We do, we do. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, because he's also balancing being that big and being that big is takes a lot of work. <laughs> and then yeah. you know he has several companies, several uh. Obviously, he's in film and he's always good on camera. He's always putting out content, and I just I really admire work ethic. So I think any of the same runners, that's pretty interesting. Um, I mean, you said Kipchoge, which is is true. I mean, I think Kipchoge kind of embodies what it it is to be just like a a true athlete. You know, Mm -hmm. he just still lives in the kind of houses in Kenya and cleans the toilets and could live literally in any mansion in the United States, basically that he wanted to. But he just chooses to live out there, which is, I think, is agreed, which is awesome. And Uh, I also think that like that mindset helps him a lot because I I I I do notice like if you have too much entertainment, if you're on your phone too much, it it kind of makes you makes you mentally weak a little bit. So yeah, yeah, I I think that's an advantage for him. Yeah. Hey, quick question: Um, Are they going to ban TikTok in the U.S.? I I've heard this talked about several several times. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've, I, I've heard yes, I've heard no. It, I, I'm not too bothered either way, honestly. I don't, I don't, I think no, but I, I just didn't know. So. I, mean, I, I don't think they're going to do it either. No. Also, now that we're like talking about all these cool people, I will say that my best friend growing up was pretty inspirational to me. He has his own shoe for Nike skateboarding. Uh, and he's just always been very good at what he does. And he's con- Continued to just do it because he likes it and has made like a very successful career out of it. So shout out to Grant Taylor. Go buy his uh, go buy his shoe, the Grant Taylor Blazer. And yeah. speaking of merchandise, Avery has some merchandise. It's still up on his website. Yeah, I, I, I've sold all but like but like ten items. There's just ten items that are just sitting there. And he he refuses to give me a hat. I've asked him like fifteen times. <laughs> um, he won't do 15 it. Fifteen minus fifteen got him. Yeah, exactly. He's all about. He's just money hungry. He won't give me any. But um, do you have any anything maybe coming yeah. out? Or if you go on the athletespecial.com, you can order uh, hoodies, and we have a pre-order for our task running shorts, uh, best shorts in the game. They got a little zipper pocket in the back. Oh, nice. Um, and they're gonna be coming out very soon. So you want to hop on that as quick as you can before it sells out. So what we can do is we'll probably. If you give us the URL, we can throw it in the description of the podcast so people can go and click on it, look at it, pre-order it. So, yeah, support the creators and the people who are trying to do this. So, um, yeah, I think on that note, I think we're, we're pretty good to wrap it up. What do you say, Avery? He, Avery's got to move out. Great. What Avery's doing right now, because he's a, he's a dictator – is he's making all of his friends move his stuff for him while he does this podcast. Well, it's not, it's not just my house. It's our house. So – it's justified that one of the people that are, that's living in the house is also my girlfriend, Michaela, is moving the stuff to. Who just drove from Tallahassee to pick up the uh, furniture by herself. Bro, I, I won't, I'm not, though, I'm not lazy. Don't, don't not get into this. I, I will go. <laughs> no, Avery has things to do. I know. I'm just saying. I'm making, I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm it's good. working. It's working. I know it is. Avery <laughs> can hardly sit still right now. <laughs> All right, but on that note, yes, we are good to go. I am going to enjoy Boulder for the rest of my time. Probably be heading to Jackson Hole in a little bit. 
we decided yesterday, my friend Henry and I, we're going to be on the road for quite a while. So um, we are going to enjoy the West. It seems like there's nothing really like it. So um, Avery, if you want to come out here, we can we can do a threesome podcast. We can do a Dude Mountain podcast. A Dude Mountain podcast. Bro, I'm retired <laughs> from Dude Mountains, man. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you don't have to be on the bottom. We'll get we'll get some. All right, that's fine. We'll some beer weight. We'll, uh, we'll get here. <laughs> and right. Jane and Avery, appreciate you guys having me on. This is a, a very different and fun podcast. I love uh, – doing stuff like this it's not just all run talk so yeah. appreciate it and thank you absolutely, absolutely. on that note sure that we record it say the number one more time at the last second 646-780-9218